Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I am talking to people who decided to be the person it took to succeed and stepped into it. I'm so excited today to have Jamie Shibley here because Jamie was one of those people that I met and just, my God, I really like her. Mm. You know, we met, um, we met through networking at eWomen and I know you were the managing director in Milwaukee, but I met you at like three other chapters instead, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yes. Just following you around and then finally got to visit you in Milwaukee. But I just, I have to say, I absolutely loved your approach to how you ran your chapter. I mean, it was so welcoming an environment from the second everybody walked in and you okay. could just tell that your leadership group acts the same way. Um, yeah. and it was about growing business. What I really loved was it was about growing business, but still being a supportive environment, showing that you don't, those are not mutually exclusive things. You can yeah. do both. So why don't you tell people officially what it is you do? Well, thank you. And I think this speaks to why that chapter ended up feeling the way it did, right? Because my business, The Expressory, is a relationship building concierge. So the busy business leaders who are feeling too overwhelmed to actually get to expressing their gratitude and their appreciation and acknowledgement, um, or maybe they just can't get out of the space to decide how, we take that over and manage that for them um, so that they can nurture those relationships. And truly, I guess, naturally coming from that place of being a nurturer, (laughs) um, that's how I created that chapter. It was all about you and seeing you and helping you, um, whoever you (laughs) Right, whoever you are. Yeah, are. (laughs) Exactly. So I do have to ask you, because I I talk to a lot of people, what made you decide to step into a leadership role? Because one of the things I see is a lot of people step into a leadership role of a networking group, and they can't manage growing that and growing their business at the same time. And yet I've watched you have a huge chapter and a great growing business. So how did you meld those two things? Uh, Well, for me, the decision was, um, I had to network for business anyway, to grow my business. It's just how, you know, that worked. And so um, I fell in love with the organization. And then the person who was starting it in my area wasn't there anymore. And so it was kind of a decision point. Like if I want to see this thing exist, then perhaps I have to be the one to do it. And ultimately what made that decision clear was I needed to see myself as a leader 
for the benefit of my business. And I saw this as a role and opportunity that would help me do that. And it did. It was, it was everything I needed. Um, I think it's one of those experiences where even if it's just that first meeting, you're a different person when you're done with it than you were when you started. Right. Three years I was in that role and it was night and day. And I had so many people toward the end, different person that I was um, walking into that room. So I, it did what I needed. You know, it was wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So you decide to step down. Yeah. Why, why did you know that that became the right thing to do as well? Well, as you said, it's difficult to manage both a growing business and something like this and do it well. And I think what makes the difference is that you, you have to be the one to manage your time because it can take as much as you give it. Okay. And so I think I was strong enough throughout this whole thing to hold that up. And I knew my business was growing, um, you know, by about January of 2020, I was already starting to question how much longer can I hold on to this? Mm -hmm. And, and we'll come back to right before that, what, what I had gone through. Um, But when COVID hit, I knew that when you think about I, I, school was shutting down, I had just hosted the March event in person. And I knew that was it because I couldn't see myself holding up and holding it well, both a very busy business, a, a growing and phenomenal chapter, and being a mom and wife. Well, but what I love about what you did is you made a decision that was not based in fear. It was based in data and reality and what is my next opportunity, not a decision, you know, and you can feel the difference in your body, right? Yeah, you're right. Because you know what it was about for me? It wasn't wasn't this panic of, oh my God, uh, what's going to happen? It was completely 100% about who do I want to be? for my kids and my family as we experience this time. And I get emotional talking about that. But it's so true. But that's how you know you're doing the right thing. And I talk to a lot of people and my clients about how do I make the decision? How do I know? If you're getting an emotional from a positive place, if you're getting the butterflies from a positive place, you just have to listen to the feeling. Right, right. And that's, that's exactly what it was. And, and you know, um, the year before, so it was October, I was starting my busy season. Holiday time is our busiest part of the year. And randomly, I found out that I had kidney cancer. And it was one of those moments like, I don't have time for this. Right. And it, was, it really was. Even the little bit I know was you're young. You're like, I'm yeah. young. I'm busy. I don't know. How, how is this possible? Right. This right. The plan. No. And that's just it. It's like, no, 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 no. This wait, is wait, holiday. Wait. We can't be doing this. Right. And, and I do look back and I do believe that everything happens for a reason because at that moment, it was, it, I wanted it out. Just do what we got to do. We're getting rid of this, right? And, yeah. and we just move. No, we're not taking two, three months to deal with this. This is the decision. Let's go. 
And then how quickly can I get back to it? And the doctors still tease me because they're like, you never slip. They, and, and, and as we were going through it, they're like, please, you need to make sure, promise me you're going to take some time off. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But trust me, when it's done, we're going. And right. when I would come back for the follow-up visits, they're like, you didn't really slow down, did you? They're <laughs> like, yes, I rested. I totally right. did. But body's good. We're ready. The one thing I remember at the time was your willingness to let people help you a little bit. I love that that's what you remember because as you know, a woman, I think this is a a woman quality, right? It's very hard to let people help. And it was hard to let people in. Um, But again, being my busy season, from that relationship building I had done, I had people offer to help keep my business moving for me. I mean, it blew me away. And for weeks, I was getting cards and gifts and things in the mail from people I didn't even know were watching. And um, as the person who does that for others to receive, you need to learn to receive as well. And so Sandra Yancey, the, the um, founder and CEO of eWomen Network, called me um, the day I found out the news. And she said to me, one day you're going to know why this happened for you and not to you. And that stood out even in that moment. I kept looking. I'm like, why for me? Why for me? And you remember, um, well, you, you may not. I don't remember if you were there. The day after I found out the news, I was hosting our chapter's next lunch. And I called eWomen. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this with this news and this reality? And we talked it through and they said, lean on your team, lean on your leadership team and let them share with them what's going on and let them help hold you up. Um, And it might just be the best thing for you to be there and be part of that. To, to know that love, to feel that, that was everything. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at erin at conqueryourbusiness.com. And there's a few different things in there because I can't even imagine, I've heard a little bit of the stories, but I can't even imagine your down moments. Right. But as we're having this conversation and you're just telling your story, you have not once reflected on a down moment. And I, I know they're there, but that but yeah. it just shows you, you know, you choose how you approach things. Mm, you get yes. to choose the lessons you learn. You get to choose the feelings you feel. You get to choose the thoughts you have and be in control of them. And here you are reflecting on what would stop most people in their tracks. And they just say, nope, all right, we're going to stop everything. And, and honestly, there's certain health problems where that has to happen. Right. But as you're reflecting, you're, those are the stories you're choosing to share, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which talks about who someone needs to be. 
in order to succeed? I think part of how I get through things is by giving to others. Mm -hmm. And for me, being able to thank all those people that were there for me. Um, the doctors, you know, I gave them each a gift for what they, I mean, because they were to me. Sure. Um, the nurse offered to go into testing with me and hold my hand and be there with me. I'm like, who does that? Right. But we joke now, my husband does, because he sees the same um, family practitioner. And we joke that even through COVID, I can call them and get in the next day and (laughs) because of the relationship relationship. we have. And when you're a giving person, and this is one of the, you know, there's a couple things, wait, again, choosing how to look at something. You're a giving person by nature. Your entire business is built around the idea of relationship building and giving. Yeah. And we forget that it's also a blessing to allow other people to give. You're not the only one who loves to give. There's all these amazing women who got this opportunity to give to you, which is a gift. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I read, I think it was Brene Brown, one of her books. Of course brother, it was. Um, <laughs> well, dear, dear, right? Daring greatly. <laughs> right. Well, well, it was, she said something about in, in order to, to give, we must learn how to receive first. And, you know, I'm guilty of all of that, of not being able to take the compliment and not being able to get, you know, it's, it's all of that, the feelings. I don't want to feel the feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's part of why I write cards. I can, I'm never going to outwardly express those things, but I can write it. I am the same way. I, I very, very seldom will outwardly express, but given the inspiration, I can write one hell of a card. <laughs> exactly. This is why we connected. So well. exactly. If for no other reason, it's the stifling of the feelings. <laughs> right. we, you get me. <laughs> that and the mutual adoration owl club. Yes. <laughs> any of those animals. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to ask you this question and I feel like we already know the answer. I I love to ask people what they're most proud of and at the same time, what they've had to overcome, but your story, it's kind of, is there anything else in there that you could share with somebody about, so what did it take for someone who's so giving to take the steps to step up into more? I think that, you know, especially for our, nice little women folk here in the Midwest who, God forbid, we ever want something more, you know, against the rules, against the the upbringing. What part of you knew that you could go do that? Oh, I don't think I did. Honest, honest to goodness. I have always loved business. I, I guess I knew it's in my blood and I, I have always wanted to be here and I've always wanted more my own thing mm-hmm. um but i would tell you in every layer of my life i guess i've i've dealt with something that is stripped away the confidence you know from from being a wife and going through divorce and from losing a previous business through um 20 uh for 2008 mm-hmm. you know to um being bullied in corporate world there's just all these things and so 
when I realized I had to be the face of this business and I had to be more and I had to be the leader, it was hard turn work. <laughs> um, but here's the other thing I recognized this year. I think COVID, the quiet time of COVID really helped um, bring out a lot. And what I now know is that for me, it's important that my kids see that leaders can look like me. You, yeah. you can be a giving and compassionate person and be successful. I want that more than anything. I want more. I want to bring out more of that. I absolutely love that. So that's my Very, very true. Very true. Not just from a representation as a female, but also, like you said, as someone who is compassionate and still successful, that these things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, I think just so many of our examples these days, it's a certain type of person that is, you know, successful and in positions of influence and power. And um, I want to see more of that. And, and I think that's why I do what I do is because I enable that, that giving and that sharing, expressing um, of the softer things. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I can't even imagine a better place to land than that. I mean, you can be nurturing and successful. I mean, yeah. huge, <laughs> huge. You. Well, seriously, thank you so, so much for joining me. If someone wants to get in touch with you, we will put this information in the show notes for those people um, listening in, though, instead of seeing that. What is the easiest way that they can get a hold of you? Um, my email is J Shibley, S H I B L E Y, at the expressory. So it's expressory.com. Awesome. Well, yes. seriously, thank you so much for being so open about your story. Thank I you. even your presence is calming. So I think <laughs> that just speaks to what you're already saying is your message that you don't, there's more versions of success out there than, uh, what we're kind of led to believe. Thank you for having me and for sharing this conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Erin Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.